You think that's good enough? I'm a gentleman, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. I am the I am so much crazier. I am the one who knocks. Go ahead. Make my day. Nice thing, big boy. Welcome to <laughs> Facing Off, a podcast in which we contrast, compare, and rate movies. Cool. Hey, Gabe. What's up, dude? I was watching, I was watching you go for uh, our guest today's face, and I thought you were just going to touch him. Well, I thought gingerly. I could bring down the volume, but you're still just coming in hot. And you know what? Oh, we love yeah. to hear it. We love to hear I always it. do. Well, I am uh, the last man on earth, Nick. This is my co-host, the second to last man on earth, Gabe. Hey. And our guest today, the third to the last man on earth, also Nick. Hello, hello. Hi. Hey, man, even if you were the third to last man on earth, I wouldn't sleep with you <laughs> thank you for What's, clarifying nick thanks for coming back on dude absolutely feels good to be back you know uh first repeat guest host i would say right yeah yeah boom at some point yeah. you will be the host you will take over yeah, this podcast exactly. you are like Slow a viral feeling. outbreak i'm the infection yeah you are <laughs> so all the other guest hosts can suck it that's I'm true officially the first nobody can take that away from me no i am the first and the only, well, not the only, but the first repeat guest. Well, technically 2.5 times since I was your first audience he member. He was. He was our first live show. audience member. Yeah, he's a diehard you, fan of you the show. Are, you are the virus. You yeah. know what <laughs> is grown. funny? You I told Alec uh, Smoley, your, your friend from college, my friend from high school, oh, and Nick's friend from life, um, that last week's episode was our favorite that we ever recorded. And then he got really mad because he was on one. And then, you know, Clay <laughs> got into it too. And you know what? We're about to make it even better, Alec. And guess what? We brought Nick on before we, uh, for a second time before we brought you on. So, in your face. What's up, dude? In your friggin' face. In your hey friggin' guys. face, you friggin' turd. Hey, guys. <laughs> 
The end is really fucking nigh, okay? Yeah, the end is really freaking nigh, dude. Yeah. Because our two movies today are apocalyptic zombie thrillers. Yeah. I Am Legend versus 28 Days Later. Yeah, and if you haven't seen these movies, you're I don't understand who you are. But uh, if you haven't, probably my mom, you should stop it now. So we're, we're you know, because we're going to spoil this. And I think it'll be really fun to spoil it. Yeah, um, both of these are streaming uh, wild, uh, wildly, widely, yeah, both. currently. So go, go do it. Wildly streaming for yeah. sure. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Without. It just starts playing on your TV without you being in the room. <laughs> no regard. Feral streaming for sure. It knows sure. your home. Yeah, it knows your home. It definitely does. So why it's, not? It's pretty terrifying. <laughs> feral, feral streaming. Uh, unless you guys make. have any uh, shout outs, Nick, you can hit us with the synopsis of both. Of I these. don't have any this time. What uh, about you, Nick? Stay, in, stay inside, everybody. Yeah. Stay yeah. Inside. Shout out to all the essential workers out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, shout out to the guy that works for Instacart that brought me all my food today. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, not not only Love the, the shout doctors down. and nurses. What about the people at the grocery stores? Mm-hmm. Like, those people do are Delivery not people. Alive, and they are freaking working. People at Home Depot? On the front line. Yeah. The, I saw someone that was like in a Baskin Robbins like mascot costume and he took a picture he's like how the fuck am I an essential worker yeah <laughs> I'm sure it was a joke but yeah, I've still seen that with the, the Chuck E. Cheese hey. yeah it's so uh, funny. ice cream is essential but yeah that's a good it shout is. out that's a good shout out for sure um that's all we got sure man I mean okay. shout out to the world we love you yeah I Am Legend versus 28 Days Later. I Am Legend is the story of Dr. Neville, the last man left in Manhattan after an experimental cancer cure infects the whole world with a deadly version of the measles. Super measles, called the KV, or um, whatever her name is, virus, the K-virus, turns the infected into rabid vampire mimes. Three years after the outbreak, Dr. Neville, a former uh, military virologist, roams New York with his dog, capturing the infected and experimenting on them to try and use his own immunity to discover the cure. That's hot. He captures one female, it's super hot, uh, he (laughs) captures one female dark seeker to the dismay of a male dark seeker and eventually has to kill his own dog after that male seems to seek revenge by copying Neville's patented dark seeker trapping system and infects Neville's dog. Um, heartbroken at the loss of his only worldly companion, Neville goes on a killing rampage and almost loses his own life. He's discovered by Anna and a child named Ethan. Two other survivors, Anna and Neville, argue over the humanity of the Dark Seekers and the existence of God before the Dark Seekers very quickly take their revenge. Neville uh, realizes his cure works and sends the cure along with Anna and Ethan as he sacrifices his own life to extend the lives of Anna, Ethan, and all of humanity. Holy shit. Does he really? Uh, Yep, he is legend. Uh, 28 Days Later is the story of Jim, a bike courier who wakes up after 28 days, um, in which he was in a car accident-related coma. Uh, He's in the UK, and he discovers that there are no people around in the UK, but also all the Pepsi is free. Uh, he learns after Pepsi meeting a woman free. named Selena and a man who dies shortly after we meet him, so his name doesn't matter, that the United Kingdom has been overrun with individuals who are infected with a virus called Rage that is transmitted by contact with the infected's blood. Uh, Jim and Selena meet up with Frank and his daughter Hannah after noticing their beacon for help. Frank, Selena, Jim, and Hannah search for a military safe haven broadcasting over the radio. Shortly after Frank is infected, the military men kill him and rescue the others. Their haven is not as safe as a, of a haven as previously thought, Mm-mm. though, as their leader tells Jim that he's promised the nine men there that they uh, would get women. 
and Hannah is a girl, oh, yeah. and Selena is a woman. Oh. So, uh, the military men try and kill Jim, but he survives and releases the military men's captain, infective man who wreaks havoc on them. Jim, Selena, and Hannah are rescued 28 days after that. Wait, are they really? Nice. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do at the end of your synopses from now on. That's what. Wait, did they really? (laughs) Interesting. Thank you for telling the story of these two films. Don't don't do that every time I do these because sometimes I write these and I'm like, was I paying enough? No, no, no. those were great. Those were highly detailed, great synopses. Um, Actually, I I wanted to ask before we get into like breaking these down, Nick, why are these two movies important to you? Because you were excited when I said that we were gonna do this episode. Absolutely. I mean. 28 Days Later is definitely within my top 10, if not higher, horror movies of all time. Like, I'm a huge horror movie fan. I think growing up, being the youngest of three, my brothers early on exposed me to horror movies and made me watch them with them. Shout out um, to Evil Dead, one of my favorites of all time. Oh, yeah. Um, Specifically, Evil Dead 2. Um, Did you like the remake of Evil Dead? I did. Okay, cool. That's Sam Raimi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Both both. But he did the The old ones, too. Yeah, Yeah. the OGs is the bee's knees. Um, So love, Mm. love horror movies. Um, And, I mean, I Am Legend, everybody who... Who doesn't love Will Smith? Yeah. I mean, this very was like lovable peak person. Will Smith, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's like iRobot and I Am Legend, and I love Will Smith. <laughs> right, exactly. It was all of those. And I love the 2000s. So. <laughs> God damn it. Um, hey, I'm starting already. <laughs> uh, yeah, this one came out in the Willinium. Well, I appreciate that. Well, we're ha- happy to have you on, especially for a horror movie, since we brought you on initially for not a horror movie. What did we have you on for originally? Superhero. Oh, superheroes. Yeah, that's right. Well, this is going to be also good. Great. We are going to take these two movies and we're going to break them down based on five categories. And we are going to... What's wrong, Nick? Oh, are you being... I'm just trying to make the face from the from I Am Legend. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to take these two movies and we're going to break them down by uh, based on five categories and on a rating scale of one to seven, one being the lowest, seven being the highest, four being the one with the hairy chest, uh, the middlest uh, average. So... We're going to go through five categories, eye candy, actoring, spectacularity, originality, and legacy. Let's kick it off with eye candy. Nick, what's eye candy? What is it? Uh, What is it to you? Eye candy is uh, how good the movie looks to your eyes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are we going to start with? Um, Let's start with I Am Legend. Okay. What did you think of the way that the monsters look? Just like the face I was making. It, dude, it has Awful. aged horribly. Awful. I mean, it that movie is maybe 90% CGI. Yeah. And it's and it's rough cuz I remember when it came out, it was like amazing to look at. Was, yeah. Everything like when you saw the lions and stuff, you're yeah. like, "Holy shit, that looks like a real lion." Now it, it is a, so difficult to watch, not on like a theater screen. I don't I mean, think even, the lions look bad. No, no, but I, the, I don't the infected, know. Uh, even when it came out, though, the infected like looked a little. It silly. looked a little ridiculous, and it's like first a scary movie. The villains can't look silly in any way, shape, or yeah, form. That's really so many great horror movies is having uh, the reveal of you know what the the bad guy is, and if it's like super stupid, ruins the entire movie. Totally. And, this one was definitely uh Doesn't he ca- who's the bad guy in Hercules? Don't they all look uh, like yeah, skinny versions of Hades? Oh, Hades? 
yeah, yeah, I can see that. For so, sure. <laughs> in in I Am Legend, it's not a good thing. The infected have been given a cancer cure. Measles. Yeah, they've give, given like a shout out strain all of the measles that they too, right? tried yeah. to make into a cure, but the cure doesn't work. It, it turns them, makes them like, yeah, it works at first, but and, not, so and then it makes them. about it too. I know. I know. Yeah, the movie opens with the woman who invented it talking about the cure. Yeah. She's just so full of it. <laughs> How many have been cured? But then it, I don't know. I, but I then, found her to be pretty But humble. then they sort of become sort of vamp. <laughs> I'm just no big deal. Uh, <laughs> they become a little bit like vampires. Yeah. But Yeah, for sure. But pale. Right. So this bald. is for our listeners that haven't seen it. Pale they're and bald. Pale and like muscular, but they're all wearing the same CGI outfits that are like ripped open shirts. Yeah. They're all just shredded up. It's, they're they're cut it's like weird. a diamond. It's like does does it stretch your, everybody is six foot two and like a hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, and they it's, like it especially looks weird when the girl's like on the operating table. Uh, and her, yeah. her chest is just moving, and I'm like, yeah. this just doesn't look like a thing or a person, so I don't believe what's happening. Yeah, it, so the monsters, they're, they're, they 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 all run like 105-degree fever, 106, 105-degree fever, and breathe really rapidly. So the whole movie, you just have these like gray, weird, like strong mimes yeah. just going... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For like the whole thing, and it just doesn't... Yeah, you guys like it doesn't look like people. I mean, yeah. they spent a hundred and fifty million dollars on this movie, which is a crazy budget. And it like I'm I'm you know, when I watched this the first time, I wasn't into like cinematography at the time. It was like what, two thousand two or two thousand seven? Um two thousand those are very different years. I, I know, but they look a two and a seven <laughs> almost look the same in my head. So uh was it oh eight? It, yeah, maybe that is right, but I think at the time, like it looked awesome, and I walked out and like we should know this. It was two thousand seven. Okay, two thousand seven, and uh, I don't know. There, there's another thing that's really annoying in it. They like make lens flares all the time. There are lens flares in every single scene, which is like something that J.J. Ab- Abrams would like cream his pants over, but. <laughs> Like it's in every single scene, and it's like. Can you describe what a lens flare is? It's like basically like what a lens flare looks like is like on the screen there will be like a red. It's kind of hard to explain without like showing it, but it's like like the whole length of the screen there'll be like a red light as if like a sun is in on the screen. Okay, and it's like now that you watch like J.J. Abrams movies, like if you watch the original or the first star trek that he made you'll see it in there but it looks cool yeah um but he's really well known for doing too many lens flares and this one it it kind of like hurts some scenes yeah but i still think it's like visually fun to watch i mean it's like exciting it was a good use of its budget it just ages poorly visually for me Yeah. yeah i like the flashbacks i like the way that you find out how his family died dude the yeah, flashbacks the are flashbacks really are actually really, really well really filmed well, which, yeah and, yeah. and yeah. i like the editing the editing is really good for the movie yeah um, it, it gives you like it really does give you the impression that of just how devastating yeah the like virus was yeah, yeah. what did nick uh doria what did you give it uh, uh yeah what was your rating i gave it it's gonna be high huh no i i well i had it at a three Oh, that's not that's totally fair. 
because uh, uh, it's just it's I think there's there's some great parts like you said the lion and everything like that CGI was like was good yeah if you think about the, when it came out right know. right right but the the I honestly could probably give it a two but the the CGI monster is just like it it ruins a, the whole point of the movie yeah it's still a great movie but it ruins uh, you know that whole aspect of it but walking around cool like walking around Times Square and there's all the posters up yeah. and everything and I think during the time like if um it's three years later but all the movies are three years old at the time which is kind of cool when yeah that is really cool when you watch that batman versus superman i know is one one of the the posters posters. which is so cool um except for that movie ended up not being so cool (laughs) (laughs) they should have left it as a poster (laughs) um but yeah dude the poster though that they use is really cool the 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 batman versus superman poster in there yeah that's a great point i forgot Um, about that but yeah, I don't know. I, I give so it. You gave it a three. Yeah, I gave it a three. Probably, I'm at a two. Yeah, honestly, I could probably. I, I also gave it a three. But I think it, my two is like now because I care mm. so much about visual quality of movies now because movies are a visual medium in which we see like a story. Like I care about it, but I will like I technically speaking like it. I hated the visual so much that I almost want to give it a one, but. I have to remember when it came out, like I loved it and I thought it was visually great and I thought it was ahead of its time in some ways. See, I don't think I ever liked the monsters. Uh, Apparently um, they tried to film it with people, like real people, not CGI and uh, the director thought it looked like it, it looked it. It, looked it, like, it did uh, look it like it too. It, it looked it, it looked it like angry mimes. Yeah, he, yeah, it does. It looks like freaking what's his face. They do look like who's the mime in Pokemon? Oh, uh, Mewtwo? Mr. Mime. Oh, Mr. wait, no, Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime. Yeah. Mr. Mime. Yeah, it looks like Mewtwo It looks well. like Mr. Yeah. Mime. Oh, and Mewtwo. Anyways, it's like pigment. It's with like a candy. mixture of them, too. Yeah. Because we have a lot to say about yeah. these. Yeah. What did you guys think of 28 Days Later? I want to hear from yeah, Nick. Yeah, I want to hear from I Nick, wanna... too, because he loves this movie. Um, like, so, honestly, I gave it a 7. I, this... Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to be yeah. so- <laughs> Honestly, it's it could be a six, but it just it for me this movie sticks out so well. It was this was the first I distinctly remember. This was the first movie I ever saw, and I was so curious how they shot it. Like I remember oh, looking yeah. up how did they shoot this whole all of London just being totally desolate and empty. Probably maybe not a seven. It could be a six. Give it a firm six, but. Just how they shot all that looked, it was so cool. Yeah, it does look a little dated with shooting it on like a digital camera. Um, and now Yo, it looks a little bit more grainy, but I like that. I thought it, at that plus like the quick camera movements made mm-hmm. it a lot more raw and real. I agree with that. Um, and I, I just think that I, I give it a six. I, I really, it was different. It's not like a huge blockbuster movie where you know they're dumping all this money into it and they're small they're, budget for sure it was like but, 8 million i think yeah and yeah. like for 8 million to do all of that i think it was I, I gave it a 6 so while i was watching it nick and i were talking about this cuz like it looks visually terrible to me like like awful looking but i didn't mm-hmm. re- i was like what the fuck were they filming with? Did they like blow their budget yeah. on something else? Yeah, it's and then, handheld digital But then cameras. you get to the end of the movie and it's super clear, you know, when yeah, they're in the field it, and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it was purposeful. Yeah. But do I, but see, I moved it. 
I had it at a two because I really didn't visually like this movie until I got to the end and I started realizing, oh, he's doing this to show like the abandonment and the graininess of this and like kind of the utter chaos without like focusing on like CGI mm-hmm. um, imaging and stuff. I don't, for yeah. me, I, I didn't like Danny Boyle for a really long time as a director. Like I liked his like, movies. I thought he was great. And everything. Yeah, yeah. But train spotting was like the one low budget movie that he made that I really, really liked. Yeah. The rest are even nice. like, I don't know. Like Slumdog Millionaire is a great movie and so is 127 hours, but, Actually, is it a great movie? I don't really like that movie. Um, but there were there were some visual things he would do that just were really annoying to me. And so I don't like the way it looks, but I did notice um, there are certain shots that he does that are like the way he uses reflections, like mm-hmm. yeah, when they're driving this, yeah, and then when was... she's telling the story or whatever, and you yeah. could see Naomi Harris in the thing. What about you, Nick? I so twenty eight days later has this like, like Nick was saying, this kind of grainy, um, kind of raw, like dark, raw quality to it. And I honestly, because I hadn't seen it in so long, thought that there was something wrong with my TV. Yeah, same with me. I thought I got like a bad quality version of it, even though it was from Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of shocking and, in the end when you see that it was an effect. Yeah. Right. They just changed it, totally it, different It's almost cameras. like your TV just turned into an HDTV after it was like one of those yeah, old like, I 1950s mean, but, ones. So it, it takes some getting used to, but I don't rem- – like the, the interesting thing I was thinking is I don't remember that being a problem when I first saw it when I was like a teenager. I agree with that. I didn't – I don't remember that being an issue at all. Um, like the infected looked pretty good. Is in comparison with you know I Am Legend, where they're all CGI weird monsters that distract you from the movie. Um, so I think it like it lends itself to the chaos of what's going on, like you said, Nick. And I think that it ends up working in the end. Uh, but I gave it a four because it takes so long to adjust to it. Mm. Yeah, I do like, want to. Ultimately, oh, I think it uses it to the, a good effect, but I, I just like I don't. I don't know. It doesn't work for me, the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's. I mean, I would say it's more that it, it's not that it's bad because there are like, there's this one shot also when it's uh, Naomi Harris and uh, what what's the main guy's name in it? Um, Jim. 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 And then what's her name? Selena. Selena. Yeah. So when Jim Selena. and Selena, like after Mark dies and it has that sky view of them walking is like fucking incredible. Yeah. And I'm like, just do shots like that. Well, there's also like, Really randomly, a shot when they're driving and the flowers are like a painting yeah, of painting, flowers. Yeah. And I thought it was really cool, but I'm like, I'll, do that more often in the movie. Don't just, just throw random. it in for like yeah. two yeah. seconds. Yeah. Because that's awesome. I love when you like manipulate reality in that way. And that's actually something that Danny Boyle did that you and um, Alec Goldberg, my roommate, really liked um, in Steve Jobs when he like puts the like, rocket like blasting on the side because it kind of takes you out of the it takes you out of thinking it's reality it becomes a movie um i'm still at a three i mean it's just only slightly below average but that's actually more of just like a personal 
yeah taste against it, it him. ends up making it eerie and odd and and disconcerting so i yeah you know, i had to give it some it's, credit it, for it's being a purposeful effect and i actually i do want to shout out also i think the production design is like incredible in the movie um and the way that he sets up the city and stuff when mm-hmm. jim first wakes up from his coma yeah. is like yeah. uh, it's fucking insane yeah. and i'm sure most of his budget went to that um so wait you so you gave it a six. seven or no, six? six okay and nick four three for me let's move on to our next category let's do actoring actoring is where we talk about the performances and uh, whether the actors were good or if the writers and directors allowed them to perform at the best of their abilities let's start with you nick and let's keep it on 28 days later um i gave it a five Um, I thought the performances were good. Um, I mean, there was just a lot of, there was some corny parts to it. I think the love aspect between Selena Selena and and Jim Jim was super forced and really not real and believable at all. Yeah. Um, it's just like, I think it starts out with her giving him like a peck kiss on the cheek. Right. And I was like, that was really weird. Um, yeah, it just kind of came out of nowhere for sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, this is Killian Murphy's Fuck first, like, I love him main thing, like, first thing he really did that was big, right? Yeah. Um, he had like an Irish movie before it, and that yeah. was like it. Yeah. So, him and, and Brendan Gleason, I mean, awesome. Yeah. Um, I thought they both, they both crushed it. I just, yeah, I don't know. The, the writing, some of the aspects of the writing, I, I wasn't a huge fan of. Um, but I don't know, like Jim just meeting up with Selena and Mark and suddenly like they're totally cool with going to the other side of the city, risking their lives to see if this guy can see his parents or something who right. they know is dead. Um, yeah. But just just little stuff like that. I don't know. But I, I thought it, it for overall, I enjoyed it and I thought it was good. But there was just a little little things that made it. It didn't flow as well as I thought it could have. What about you, Nick? Other Nick? Yeah. I totally agree. I don't know that the writing is ideal in this. Uh, I think the directing, you know, like all those things that we're talking about, there are some really cool choices made in this movie, and that's part of why it has the uh, the legacy that it does. Um, and I don't think anyone's bad at acting except Hannah. Yeah. Oh, no, girls? dude. Yeah, I mean, what? Awful. Thank you for saying that. She didn't do anything awful. after this. She like she doesn't even what have is up. With she that? doesn't even have an image for her name on IMDb. That means that she just didn't amount to being an actress afterwards. Uh, well, she's so horrible. Yeah, yeah, she that's, is. That's it, a, it's really bad. Uh, she delivers a couple lines as if she's literally a, a, a cardboard box Yeah, in the shape of a girl. Mm. There are mm. a couple lines that are so wooden, it's insane. Mm. Yeah, She's like, no, don't. She's really bad. I I mean, she hey, we Why hate child actors. Hey, I if you're a child actor out there and you're listening to this podcast, just be good at your job. Just piss off. Get out yeah, of here. Yeah, get out of here. You're poor. I uh do, you know what's crazy is like I forgot Naomi Harris was in this and now Naomi Harris is like a huge actress. And she's gra- yeah. I think she's great as Selena. She's great. In uh it. I think some of the character writing I agree with you the romantic part of it is a little weird, but I think she's great. I mean, she's an Academy Award nominated actress now from Moonlight and then she w- which she fi- she filmed her scenes in like 3 days and then, you know, Money Penny as well. 
I love Killian Murphy. I mean, he's one of the most versatile actors out there. I love watching anything with him. He's mm-hmm. still like he's a he's still a that guy, even though he's an A list star. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think his character is really fucking annoying in the first half of the movie. He just like doesn't understand the gravity of the situation. Whereas I think someone would kind of pick up on that at least a day later. And the part when he's like, dude, one of the worst like acting scenes, and I think this is a directing decision, is when they're running up the stairs and he's like, Selena, don't leave me. And it's like, but it's like, it's like cutting back and forth, so it just seems like an overacting scene. Yeah, she's probably I mean, like not six even that steps far ahead. Behind. Dude, yeah, right? She's, she's like, like yeah. right, right in front. <laughs> please, um, please, dude. Thank he's you like for ha- bringing he's like up a quarter of a flight of stairs behind. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. No, it's like, dude, no. exactly. Yeah. And it look, it's like almost like one of those like skits or something where someone's like an inch ahead of the person and they're reaching out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brendan Gleeson. Amazing. I love everything that Brendan Gleeson does. He's one of the best Irish actors. Um, just incredible range. Um, Noah Huntley as Mark was so good. And he has like two scenes and the scene where he does the whole monologue about what happened to him and his family Mm -hmm. is great. Mm -hmm. And then the, I mean the scene where he, they where Selena kills him is still haunting to this oh, day. Oh, man. And I couldn't stop thinking so about that. He chops off his, like, his arm is the thing infected, and he just puts it in front of his face. And he's like, no! And it's like so go. quickly. Just, she just fucking chops yeah, his arm and then kills him. That's a huge part. Just like goes to show how quickly you need to make snap decisions, which right. I think we'll talk about a little bit later. But For yeah, sure. it's, it's awesome. Oh, one last person. Christopher Eccleston, who plays Matt from The Leftovers as the major, is so good. Yeah. And this is one of the first early roles when you're like, wow, this guy could play a really weird character that's only subtly weird. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm going to talk about it later, but everything with the military is, is very like, interesting uh, to me. Very apocalypse now. What did you give it, Nick Tellier? A four. Okay. I was hovering around a four. You gave it a five? Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I might stick with a four, even though I think it's like really close to being above average. I just got to think of like all horror movies. I don't know if it really yeah, stands out. Acting honestly, wise. it could. It, it definitely teeters on the line, and I'm just gonna hold because I already said uh, what I said. Smart. Hey, but hey, support this movie. Support um, your local businesses and your favorite movies. But yeah, yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> kind of one quick thing to the point you said yeah. about Jim and coming out of it, and how unrealistic it was for him to kind of catch on to the gravity of the situation. Is he's walking around the city so confused at what's going on and he walks up to like a newsstand and he looks at the paper and then maybe reads like a quick headline and then immediately drops it so typical such a what is going on dude you are so lost this thing is your only idea of what's going on i know why wouldn't you read that yeah Yeah, there's nobody around to explain things and he just immediately drops it and keeps walking but that's Other true, than that, dude. Hey, know. hey, everyone out there, don't just read the headlines, okay? Keep yeah. reading. Yeah, read the news. Yeah. Yeah. Be woke. You might Stay informed. Find out about a zombie apocalypse. W- uh, let's talk about I Am Legend actoring. Um, okay. I really want to start with a discussion of, do, do you guys think Will Smith is a really good actor? Or, like, just a good, he's good at what he does? Man. I, I'm interested. Um, I'm, not, I'm not actually attacking his character. <laughs> I, I I think he's a good actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But really think, good. You think I mean, he's I like think one he's, of the top. They, he's always fit in good roles. True. He doesn't have crazy range. His range isn't no. very wide, but what he's put in, he does a, a good job. He's got good range of genre. 
I don't know if he has range of like character. You know what I mean? Yeah, like comedy and drama, he's amazing. Like, like him like in Wild Wild switch. West. Yeah. <laughs> Could you Jeez. believe him as a... Nick loves Wild Wild West? I mean, West, hey, I love that movie too. It's like one don't of his favorite wrong, movies ever. But would you? Yeah, I wouldn't say his acting in that movie is it's anything. He's just being Will Smith. Yeah. Wiki, wiki Wild. I, I, <laughs> no, I mean, I I'm fine with that. I I gotta say this. Going from the town to this. I remember when he did the pull-ups in this, and I was like, holy shit, Will Smith is so strong. Ben Affleck looks like he ate Will Smith in the town when he does his <laughs> pull. They too. both do it. Yeah, he is. He's a thick boy. Will it's Smith that Massachusetts blood, dude. Yeah, man. It's, uh, as opposed to the Philadelphia blood. <laughs> right, exactly. Fuck Philly. <laughs> Bunch of That's right. Uh, I'm, but when Will Smith loses Sam the first time, oh, or he thinks he lost incredible. him in that building, oh, and man. you just see him like, oh, 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 oh. He's like, I gotta go, Sam. I gotta so go, Sam. And he keeps doing the light thing, oh, and I'm like, dude, dude, just go then. It's so that who that cares part about is this awesome, little though. dog? He can't. No, it, that's, that's his only. That is like probably person. my favorite moment of the movie. They do like, and that oh. dog is a great actor. Yeah, I was gonna say Abby that dog is the best. Oh, freaking yeah. We should talk about job. Abby right now. That's the name of the dog incredible will smith tried to like have the dog afterwards and the person's he's like will he was like probably willing to pay like three million or something the person was like no hey, but yeah. those two are basically the only actors in the whole movie yeah yeah uh until anna show. shows up and kind of uh throws a wrench into things yeah. and then the kid do you watch ozark nick yeah i do he's wyatt the, the kid oh, is wyatt but he's not far wow. he's not far into ozark he was I'm like two and a half seasons oh two and a half okay yeah oh yeah, you're sorry oh, i'm then? one and a half it's one and a half yeah i mean yeah, so you know kid is wyatt yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy he just stretches out he doesn't wild. talk in the movie i didn't realize that yeah um, he he picks up a knife at one point i think gonna he's good he looks <laughs> yeah, he yeah he does a lot with that um, knife. it's very impressive i mean but i think will smith is good in this movie i think this is one of his good roles uh i mean he get, makes you feel yeah. Um, and I mean, the writing could be better, probably. Yeah. Okay. I do like uh, his but, monologue you know. about like the stats or whatever. He's like, that's 1.1 billion. And he like is doing it in her face. And I thought that was actually good acting and a cool part of the script. I don't like when there's like certain lines thrust in where he's like, God didn't do this. We did. Or whatever. Mm. I was like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. But it, I mean, he is good and I think he's really good at I thought the scenes I thought he was great in the scenes where he's like really sad. Like when he goes to that video store afterwards and he's like please just say something to me is like pretty impressive acting. I do have to point out by the way though that he was in the adult film section. It was like clearly porn all around oh, and I no couldn't idea. take the scene seriously this time because I was just looking <laughs> around hilarious. and I'm like he placed that girl there though and that's a hilarious idea by the director. But yeah, and he he really sells the I haven't talked to another person in like two and a half plus years. Yeah, yeah. when he's talking to Anna and he's just like he like averts eye contact. Oh, he oh like he plays down. that really well. Mm-hmm. I so I gave it a five because it's pretty much just Will Smith yeah. being good. So I was like, <clears throat> okay, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, and yeah. he's clearly I mean, in a Anna's all like CGI. Area, so he like literally has nothing around him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. what about so you? I, I mean, I think uh, you know, given the circumstances, he crushed yeah. it. Yeah, what about I, you? I give it five as well. I mean, yeah. just like okay, you can't nitpick at like the entire movie. It is yeah, ninety percent just him. Like obviously, there's yeah. going to be some faults. He can't crush the entire thing. If he did, you know, it'd be a seven out of seven. But 
for for what it was, he definitely he did a he did a great job. Yeah, I do want to point out that the actor who played the alpha male mm. uh, zombie's name is Dash, and he probably fucked your bitch. <laughs> Dash. Dash, dude. That, Dash. And that guy is shredded, and he's angry, man. He wants his girl. Yeah. Your girl, specifically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, actually, so I was, I'm going to give it a five because of Will Smith. I do want to say, I think that the girl who plays Anna is horrible. And her line reading at the end of the movie, which I sent both of you guys in a Snapchat, where she's like, yeah. on, that, on April 25th, he died. <laughs> uh, this is his legacy. He is a legend. And then she does like, and it's like as flat as possible. She goes, Light up the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> it's so quick. Yeah. Uh, it's bad. Uh, dude, also, the woman who with the bleeding eyes, who's oh, like, Take yeah, My Baby, is yeah, like a yeah. famous actress yeah. now. Oh, is she really? She's in um, Hell or High Water. She's the wife. Oh, shit. Who he has like a custody oh, thing with. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. You'd recognize her in other things. Oh, damn. Uh, anyways, yeah, I gave it a five. I'll, uh, I'll do the same as you guys. Tight. Uh, let's move on to our next category. Let's do Spectac. Eularity, which is where we talk about the engagement level of the movie and whether you were distracted or you were worried about runtime or you were taken out of the movie or you were just like fully um, torqued <laughs> from start to finish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, talk about your boner. Which one it. are we going to start with? Let's start with I Am Legend since we're on it. Uh, uh, no score. No score, no problem, baby. Yeah. Movie doesn't have a score. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh, true. There's hardly any, wow, I didn't there's hardly any music. Oh, yeah. Wow. The whole movie. It's a bunch of Bob Marley. It's, to me, it's intended to, yeah, it's just Bob Marley, basically. It's intended to make you feel alone. I forgot to mention that oh, his wow. whole take on Bob Marley is like, dude, Bob Marley was dope, but relax about this, yeah. man. <laughs> oh, I know. Best album of all time. He's like, also, how does she he, not, how does Anna not she's know Brazilian. Bob Marley? Yeah. She's like, she was Damien? geographically yeah, she closer Damien. to him than yeah. he was in New York City. Anyways, yeah. it's a really fun movie to watch. It's very short. Um, and the fact that there's no score is a really useful way to pull you into the movie. Yeah. Um, I guess the director came up with that on accident because he was watching The Pianist while his son was sleeping. Whoa. So he had he had it on mute. Oh, okay. And he thought that The Pianist was even more moving with no sound. And he was like, wow, if this movie can be moving, this movie about music can be moving without sound. I mean, about music, music then, it's it's not really, but... But, I mean, yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Uh, Damn, that movie's like heartbreaking. The, the movie is so short, but the payoff is, like, not uh, enough. Oh. It all just, like... Interesting point. It all just like kind of blows its load all at the end, and it's like, Ugh! and then you're just like, oh, okay, we're done. <laughs> Dude, I do, I do agree. I think they rope you in immediately. Guess I'll take a shower. <laughs> a little ashamed walk away from the movie. Um, I love the way this movie starts uh, with the the broadcast or whatever. It's flipping between stations, and the lady just kind of casually explains that, kind of casually reveals that she cured cancer mm. with the measles, and then it just turns off, and then it's like, and then it's like NYC is completely empty, and Will Smith is just ripping through it in his GT, hunting with his puppy. It's like, awesome. I But, for me, I am taken out of it almost immediately after that, by the CGI. 
And I know that that's like a separate category, but in terms of like my engagement level, I felt taken out very often because of the CGI. I found it to be distracting. Um, the it, yeah, I mean, we already talked about the zombies. I do, I do think that the the jump scares are expertly put in. There are a lot of jump yeah. scares. I I still I remember like almost pooping my pants in the theater. When it's doing the flashback and the little girl in the back uh, back seat is like kind of complaining, she's like, "I wanted to do this," uh, yeah. and then all of a sudden the zombie or the person just smashes yeah. their face, and she's Bleeding like, ah, 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 ah. and then it like ends. I was like, "Dude, that scared the crap out of me." Um, dude, only like twenty five minutes into the movie is when Sam like runs in, and if your heart rate isn't jacked to the tits. During, well, your heart rate, well, so your heart is in your tits. So if your heart rate's not jacked to your mouth or your jaw, dude, you're watching the wrong thing. (laughs) The killing of Sam moment is like, you're geared in. It's like in Warrior when he's holding Nick Nolte. It's like, you're just like, this is such an emotionally powerful, Uh, fucked up scene. Except for Nick Nolte doesn't rapidly turn into a bloodthirsty. I mean, but honestly, if he did, it would be better. But yeah. Uh, What about you, Nick, Doria? Yeah, no, I mean to your to your last point there, I think the dog scene everybody remembers from this movie and everybody hates watching it because of how sad that part is. Yeah. Um uh it's well what'd you give it a score? What was your I think I'm I was hovering between a four and a five because the CGI brought me so out of the movie and I think that when I first saw it it was like a seven and now it's just harder to be engaged. Like, the, the, for instance, one of the best scenes in the movie is the scene where he's really angry and he goes to the pier, uh, the pier and he, like, sets a trap for himself so he could just crush all the zombies or this mm-hmm. car. That is just, like, 100% CGI and looks mm-hmm. dumb as shit now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that sure. and that ruined yeah. one of my favorite scenes of the movie. And it kind of ruins like the whole mindset he has is literally protecting and finding a cure at all costs, and he's willing to. Oh, like as a himself. story, yeah, yeah, as a story, it's dumb as fuck, yeah. and it's a dog. He's just okay, given no, up kidding, at that yeah. point, but it's like like lots of interesting things happen in the movie, but they all happen so fast, yeah. and then it's all for what? Right. I do got to say, though, that they do expertly tease out what happened to his family throughout the whole movie. And I thought that was a really smart ploy for you to try to, like, you needed to figure out the whole... You were, like, it's like we normally have a true detective category when we do, like, thrillers and stuff. Mm. And I felt like that was what that was. You were trying to figure out why he's alone and what really happened. Yeah. Anyways, I gave it a, I, I gave it a five. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a five. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, Definitely some some good points. I think just some of the the negative mo- or the moments that kind of took me out of it. Um, I would say one of them was very early on in the movie. He's uh, they do a great job of like it's a s- slow build. Like they're all hang here. He's cruising around the city. It's like oh, this is a weird way to live life in New York City, and you kind of forget about the infected. Yeah. And then the beep 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 beep, and his watch goes off, and he immediately snaps too, and he's like, oh shit, okay, time for lockdown. Right. I was like, hell yeah, okay, that was great. But then two seconds later, he's sleeping in a bathtub with his an uh, automatic rifle. And he wakes up and, in his bed. But but why? Oh. Yeah. Why does he sleep? Why is he in the tub? 
I don't know. I'm so I've, I've literally never understood that scene. After three years, you can't think of a better way to sleep. He's not only just in the tub. He's There's no cushions. He's just laying in the tub. Yeah, right. And yeah, like he this. didn't make like a lined tub yeah. or, yeah. with like cushion. I don't yeah. know. That, that, um, it took me out of it because honestly, I was like, this this is a weird way to live for, for three years. That's such an interesting way um, of looking at that scene. <laughs> I, know, I, never, I mean, no, no that scene um, has no. always bothered me, but it's more like how... What? How long does he do that for? And how does he wake up in his bed later? Yeah. When does he go to his bed? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That 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 confused me. Um, uh, and the days go by like he has so much time to do shit during the day. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's you seen how many infected he's killed? Yeah, yeah. yeah straight up, he is the legend. He's got like a whole. Anyways, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Like that. a whole wall. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's trophies. But yeah, no, I mean, there was definitely a lot of great moments. That moment kind of took me out. Um, him jumping out of a three-story window to land perfectly on the infected on his back I and know. then just immediately jump up and be fine. Um, yeah. Obviously, it's a movie and you got to you gotta suspend go with yeah, suspend yeah. The, the reality a bit. Um, and then one part that I guess I don't know if it really fits in this category, but what we're talking about, the lady who... Uh, got scanned, or maybe she doesn't even get scanned, but you know she's infected, and then his, eyes are his bleeding. wife gets scanned. Oh, and dude, it doesn't, thank you. It doesn't. Uh, it says she's possibly infected, and then she gets a second scan. Obviously, he's got some power and everything, but like, how shitty are these things? And how many people have that, been pulled into the mm, wrong group? Exactly. My question is that because they didn't give him a second scan, right? Um, I thought that was weird too because it was like he was like head. do it again yeah. and then it works and you're like I would have been like being pulled into the and then he should have been like he should have been like do it again yeah. but spread his arms out and point to every single yeah. person out there yeah I was like dude well, yeah I mean the infection kind of went no big deal quickly. he's just the nation's leading virus also expert. how did no it spread deal. I wanted more information actually about how it spread to the rest of the world yeah measles is the most contagious like virus on earth yeah but they could have explained that more you know that because you look that up uh yeah we're we you know we're living in the midst of a plague yeah that's true so i've been reading these things they also say at the beginning of the movie that it's gone uh she's his wife is like has it gone gone airborne airborne? yeah that's yeah that's actually kind of a a difference between passing between like the way that COVID nineteen spreads is not technically airborne. No, it's it's still viral. It's like viral droplets. It's like yeah, it's like droplets. Airborne is just like it's just like floating around outside. Yeah. Like uh, the Don- the Planet of the Apes uh, virus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, final point though on that though is the fact it's one in ten people are immune to it, and he just perfectly happens to be one of those people that are immune i know i mean it is what it is there's definitely a chance you know he there's a 10 percent chance of it happening is his legacy is his legacy yeah I just, yeah i mean i gave the movie a five too i just think that it it there's a lot happening and it all happens really quickly yeah. and that's not that's usually something that i think is better for the engagement of a mo- level of a movie but it just doesn't doesn't uh translate wait we all gave it fives did you give it a five or uh i gave it a four. Oh, a four whoa i almost want to bring it down sorry damn okay well let's talk about 28 days later spectacularity 
which I can't believe we haven't done yet. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll start. Uh, I give it a five out of seven. Um, I could be tempted to bring it higher because I do think it is a pretty engaging movie. Um, I think Zombies with Rage is straight up one of the most terrifying things in the world. As stupid as it may be, which I'll get into an originality, maybe, even yeah. though I don't think it's that dumb. I thought it was kind of fun. Um, so oh, you're gonna so, get, I'm gonna rip you a new so face shots old. to uh, walking uh, shots at yeah. Walking Dead for having lame ass zombies. These were cool zombies. Sure. Um, I love the way that this movie opens. That it's like a history of violence, and then it's like these guerrilla animal rights people come in and they release rage upon the world essentially. And then a man wakes up in an empty city and I thought it was like really authentic. And you were like, what the fuck is happening? Like it's completely empty in the, in you're with this guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause you, you immediately get a, a feel for what the virus is yeah. that it, it acts like quickly and and it just makes you vomit blood vomit blood and want to rip people up you're just constantly filled with rage which is basically what is running through me all the time um but i i dude i gotta say the opening church scene when he goes into the church scene is still absolutely terrifying to me i should get it checked out i've needed to get it checked out it's so good uh, it, I thought that was an awesome scene. He just scene. shouts out and you see them from the pile of bodies look up. Yeah. And they're just like, <gasps> yeah. dude, oh, even more so is when he stupidly plays his projector, which I actually kind of thought was like cool editing oh, yeah. where he's in the thing, although it looked bad. It was like cool editing. When they, how did the fuck did they come through the ceiling? Ceiling, yeah. Which I've never understood, but it still shocks the hell out of me. It's Absolutely. a terrifying moment. It's great very timing. Loud. One through the glass window and then one through the ceiling at yeah. the same exact time takes great zombie corner. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> um, I actually kind of, whereas the other one didn't have a score, I kind of like the like punk rock sort of score oh. in some of the scenes. I will say the scene when they're going up the staircase, which again took me out of the movie because it's such an insanely stupid scene. Um, the score is really bad. Whatever's playing during yeah, that is like I don't even know what it is. I but I I. It's not. It's not something that I love about the movie. Is actually the reason I didn't give it a seven. I okay. gave it a six because of the score. Because you, or just that one exact. I moment. didn't give it. I didn't give it the score in general. Mm. Yeah, okay. It's not just that. That moment's the the most egregious example. Mm. But I just don't think it's. I don't. It doesn't work for me. Uh, but that's the only thing about it that doesn't work for me, really. Yeah. Um, in terms of like how engaged you are after you, the first ten, fifteen minutes, and you get over the, the like the way that it's shot, <laughs> you just like you don't know where the movie's going. Yeah. And there are like legitimately huge surprises in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Like when uh when Brendan Gleeson has the blood fall in his eyeball oh dude that's still one of the craziest scenes incredible i awesome. always think of that and it was in the trailer too oh, i remember it was. Seeing, i don't was, remember that. yeah i remember mm. seeing that in the trailer i was like i thought it was just like a random part of the movie and you don't realize the emotional attachment it has to the like oh man movie. what a fucked scene yeah it's like the best character in the whole movie and then he's like you're like oh and then it's right after he gets like he kind of breaks for the first time and gets like really angry because he's like so upset that he yeah like, and then he only has there. and then it's like you can just kind of see him realize that he's at like ten seconds to apologize before he's got to off I himself know. fuck it's so bad yeah yeah um and then I mean when Jim gets shot is also a legitimately uh, a surprise at the end where you don't know if he's gonna like live oh yeah true. I like, yeah, but then like he the is at the end. Yeah. 
Um, I, I gave it a six. I, I really, really enjoy 28 Days Later. For sure. Um, what about you, Nick Doria? I gave it a six as well, but okay. honestly, Whoa, I'm for, surprised it's not seven for you. For uh, I don't know. It's it's it is like there just a few drawbacks. Like I give a seven if it was the perfect movie. It's not the perfect movie, but I, in opposition to Nick, I love the score. Yeah, I hey, thought the score and was honestly, awesome. Nick. This is my new co-host. We don't like you anymore. Yeah, so oh, because of his point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you can you can get the hell out. Hey, you can get the hell out of here. Um, but the, that's really my only other thing to add here. I, I loved it. I thought the score was great. It's such a memorable score. Um, maybe there was some some bad like or not bad, but you know not the best use of of kind of that that punk rock sound or whatever. But um. I, the, the music they play in the, a lot of the intense scenes and um, a lot of him just kind of wandering, meandering around. I think it was awesome. So I got a six. couple points, I guess. Uh, one that hurts it for me and one that like brings it up. The gas station scene, when he goes into the gas station, is one of the most ludicrously stupid moments I've ever seen in a movie. When he... Right after they went to a grocery store, which I I love the grocery store scene because it's so fucking English. They're like, "Oh, you want some crumpets too?" It's like, and they're like giddily yeah, going like through, and then it ends yeah, with the flower scene. Single malt scotch. Yeah, it, I I but I love Brandon Gleeson in that scene. I I think that scene's yeah. really fun, and I think the movie needed that, or else it would have just been really dire. Yeah, mm. um, but the gas station scene when he goes into that gas station, even though it's kind of cool that he like beats some little kid to death is is just like such a dumb scene and i i guess you needed it so he killed something and he walks out without saying anything i'm like hey guys there's a chance there's someone in there like i just killed a kid exactly there's like like, walks out with that kind of almost a smug right they might have been sleeping yeah right (laughs) uh he just feels so proud but i will say this spectacularity wise all of the scenes with major west and his soldiers are incredible. Like I want just mm-hmm. a full version of that movie. That is like a different genre of horror that I love. Um, it's almost like a get out version of horror that I really enjoyed. And it's cool. And then when Jim outsmarts them and then gouges that dude's fucking eyes awesome. out, which is yeah. crazy. Like, dude, relax, man. You the most killed- brutal scene in the movie is is is, is Jim. Uh, is Jim. Yeah. Yeah, and huh? and uh, Selena's watching, and she doesn't even know if he's infected, right. or if he's just like yeah. pissed off. Yeah. And that's the that's a great he's part pissed, because dude. like just that blurring awesome the line scene. between the infected and the real. The way that awesome the way that the uh, the way that they film the infected is they film them on a different. Um, I think they film them in like a, with a slow motion camera oh. and then sped it up. Oh, okay. Uh, and the way that they film Jim like during that. the whole second. Not during the whole, I guess the third act up until like the kind of epilogue type of part of the movie, the whenever he's shirtless, mm-hmm. um, nice. They film him the same way. Oh, interesting. So that he it looks like he's in, in fact. You kind of just brought up a so funny that point. You can't really tell. I that I could look sickly and skinny. And he does. I mean, he looks because yeah. he's been outside in the rain the whole time, yeah. and he's and just he's been in a he's coma. You just brought up a funny easy. point to me. Is there's this one moment where the zombies are chasing them through that tunnel, which is a, a legitimately scary moment. <laughs> but they stop, and one of them yeah. kind of throws his hand out. Yeah. He's like, "God oh, damn it. it!" And I'm like. <laughs> 
guy, you had one job. You literally yeah. just made it seem like you're not an actual zombie. Right. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he just hangs out with the zombies. Who knows? Yeah. All right. So the way that the zombies guy. operate isn't super clear. No. Yeah. But it is. They're still terrifying. So I gave it a five. They both, uh, both of the Nicholases, gave it a six out of seven. Let's move on to our next category: originality. Which is where we talk okay, about. Okay, can we start with Twenty Eight Days Later? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we talk about okay. how creative the movie is and whether it needed to be made and whether it stands out in its genre. Go ahead, Nick. Because I'm oh, gonna yeah. I'm gonna segue. Okay. Uh, the the fact that the way that these the the infected zombies are in Twenty Eight Days Later is so original. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. You don't know anything about them. It's one of, if not the first movie where the the zombies are zombies because of a virus, not some sort of supernatural mm-hmm. situation. Um, and it's legacy that I'll, we'll talk about later is like hugely like staked on that, that premise. Mm-hmm. Totally. And it's like, I don't know. I, I, I think that 28 days later is, is super original. I gave it a six. Mm. Yeah. I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. I gave it a six as well. I think, I think that it's it's like so I actually was too scared to watch this movie when I was a kid when it first came out and I had to have someone and it was like way before I did horror movies and so I had to have someone explain to me the movie and they explained the monkey thing at the beginning and I never really understood what was happening I was like what the fuck are you talking about mm-hmm. and then I watch it and it's kind of like a shocking scene but it's a creative idea I mean it is a movie so you have to just like recognize that them showing a monkey violence makes them ha- get infected with rage and then that rage spreads no that's not how they get infected well the monkey it's the monkey that they're putting in front of the violence is not infected he's acting kind of normal he's actually a little disengaged by the violence but he's like <laughs> he's acting normal it's not and his then there are ones genre. in cages there that they infect them with rage so they can study what rage is okay and also I- don't think they infect them by showing them the video. I'm pretty sure that, that they, they infect them with like experimented on. Okay. First of all, rage is also not a contagious thing. And so I No, but it's called the rage, the rage virus. virus. Yeah, but I think ah, maybe they infect maybe they infect it with them and then they make it like hyper rage by showing them violence. But that's but what I think is happening. Yeah. Or they're trying to see if they can enrage one of them that is not infected to, to the similar level oh. as the infected ones. See, I would I, I would believe in that. But either way, you kind of just have to take that. They explain that to you and you have to like suspend your disbelief. Yeah, it's still a little take... absurd that they're strapped a uh Dude, it's a chimpanzee. It's a hilarious idea. Not a monkey, you idiot. It's an ape. It's an ape. Yeah, it is. Did I call it a monkey? Goba uh, is ape. Oh yeah. I mean you know what? Monkey see, monkey do, all right? Yeah, dude. Koba is a... Uh, I do like spit on that my microphone. both of these movies are about outbreaks that were caused by people thinking they were doing the right thing. Yeah. Like, the rage thing, maybe they were infecting them with rage to understand society and try to stop human violence which sure that is kind of the nice thing but it's more like the animal rights people go in because they think that these animals are being abused and tested on and they think they're doing the right thing and they end up causing like a whole outbreak whereas like i am legend you know it was like curing and how cool is it that that you the whole movie you don't know if the uk is infected or the world is infected true Mm -hmm. yeah i love Mm -hmm. that 
I'm, and then in the sequel, you find out that it is just oh, evil. I forgot right. about the sequel. Right, because yeah, they just, just lock it down. They blow up. Yeah, and it spreads. People leave for like Manchester. and That's right. Um, out of London. Yeah, it's awesome. What did you... Uh, Nick, this is... Uh, in terms of originality, I gave it a seven. Yeah. I thought it like this blew up the whole zombie genre. I mean, like zombie yeah. zombie movies have been pretty played out at this point. Like I love uh, like all the original zombies, Night of the Living Dead. My mom used to, my yeah, my parents used to throw like Halloween parties in our house, and we'd pretty much just have an open door policy for everybody coming in and out, and we would have. Night of the Living Dead running the original, running just oh, shit. throughout the entire. So I've seen that movie like hundreds of times. and But it's always like kind of gets boring after a while. But this was, like Nick had said, this was like one of the first movies to actually have zombies sprinting and full, not like full sprint. Um, and not only that, but the way people could get infected was a lot easier. So that made it even more tense. Um like you know, just it's so fast, so fast. and the vomiting. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, you're uh, vomiting blood. Uh, like it's just, it's uh, not like a lot of these movies. Somebody gets bit, and everybody's like, "Oh God, how do we tell them?" Or right. do I say something to people? Here, it's like you will know within the next ten to fifteen seconds whether you yeah infected. this person yeah. is infected or not. Right. And I think that snap change is so awesome. Um, I thought I that was think about that. That's a great point. It was I thought that was really cool. The movie in itself, yeah, they, they just too. turned the genre upside down. It's awesome. Yeah, they, and pe- so many people copied this. I mean, Dawn of the Dead came right after this, like a year or two later, and that used sprinting zombies, and like everybody now uses sprinting zombies for the. I mean, Walking Dead, they're Walking Dead. Um, but I thought that idea of the zombies was awesome, um, and the idea of taking a zombie movie that's half zombie movie and then flips to re, um, society's reaction to being in this desolate world. Dude, the social horror yeah, half which is almost even worse. is incredible. Right. And, and you're right. I, I mean, like, it's crazy that they took already an original zombie movie and then mixed it into, you know, the, like, kind of, like, Stepford Wives get out mm-hmm. type of horror or whatever. And yeah. this was mm-hmm. before what a lot What happens of when yeah. there's 10 military dudes just chilling He's by like, themselves. Hey, dude, he right. promised Apocalypse. them women. Right. The threat just totally changes. It's. Does it not remind you guys of Apocalypse Now? Oh, it's... It's mm-hmm. a, The end is is 100% like Apocalypse Now. Yeah. Except for better, because fuck that movie. Because it's so long. <laughs> you hate that movie. Dude, it's, so it's a mess, man. It's a, It's so long, and it, Francis it Ford Coppola just, like, um, did too much acid. Um, what did you give it, Gabe? I gave it a Do six. Give it a six? I gotta point oh. out... What number a creative, beast. simple no, title. No. Oh, wait, no, you gave it seven, a seven. seven. Yeah. No number of the beasts. No six, 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 six. One more of the, Dude, more than the Awesome the title <laughs> as well. I think 28 Days Later is one of the cooler titles of a movie. For sure. I do yes. think it's funny that at the end they do another 28 Days Later, which I do think is cool. But the first thing that they show you after they say 28 Days Later is a memory from 28 Days Before when he gets shot and they're helping <laughs> him. So I'm like, uh, why don't you put oh, that yeah. immediately after that? Yeah. Yeah, that did mess with me too. Yeah. Now that I think about Anyways, it. Anyways, all right, let's go on to originality for I Am Legend. Uh, Okie dokie. Nick Tellier, go ahead. I gave it a three. Ooh, okay, I'm going to bring mine down for sure. It has been done twice before. Okay. Um, there is a movie called Omega Man and a movie before that called Last Man on Earth. Um, very great old show. movies, but they are a great show, but not. I mean, I don't know what the movie is. Omega Man is Charlton Heston, though. Nice. And it's pretty much the same thing as this. Um, 
but not. I think they might be based on the same, but I don't know if they're based on the same book. But like, it just is a shame to me that this movie is not original. Like, I just feel like that's like a such a Will Smith thing to just have like a cool movie that's like, oh yeah, but I've seen that before, and right. the ending's not that cool. So, and it's based off of a book too, right? I th- yeah, I believe so. And I mean, the so I just watched the al- alternate ending. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which I actually think I've seen. That. I I actually think I've seen before. Yeah. I mean, if the whole movie's crafted around, okay, so the way that this movie ends, not alternatively, actually, theatrically is with him sacrificing himself. Will Smith's character sacrifices himself so Anna and Ethan can escape with the cure and give it to the people in the other place. Right. Right? The alternate ending is he realizes that the infected are there to... just to get their companion, this woman, infected person... Dash's bitch. And they're actually... (laughs) Yeah, Dash's bitch. And they're actually... Of conscious intelligent mind. Yeah. social creatures. They're just not human. Right. Really they're anymore. like an they're evolved version a, of humans. They're just a different type of sapien, yeah. basically. Uh and like the way that the scene unfolds in the alternate ending isn't impactful, but it's because the rest of the movie isn't like engineered to get you there. Yeah, and the idea that his legend is that he has been the boogeyman for them for yeah. thousands of like sentient, intelligent, like feeling creatures is a way more original idea than the actual ending we get in this movie, and it just bums me out every time I think about it. Yeah, that's a that is the movie. That's the movie I want. I want the movie where Will Smith realizes he's the monster. Hey, man, someday that movie will be created for you. <laughs> No, it already was, and they yeah, ruined but that it. full movie. <laughs> so yeah, what I mean, don't you? you guys? No, I agree. Isn't that a better movie to you guys? I, I mean, I, I, I completely agree. I, I mean, that's that's kind of why I like this movie because they do give you a slight taste of it, and like yeah. they show that okay, these people aren't just like mindless zombies. There, I mean, the, yeah, he copies Neville's uh, like like his, uh, his traps, and I I didn't even get that till watching it this this last time around. I didn't even understand like he brought him out. And that's why he's freaking. I thought he was just losing his mind, and it was an old trap that he set by accident at one point. But yeah, the the idea that they actually have you know conscious mind and they're just infected humans, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, there isn't a whole lot of originality outside of that. Um, I give it a four. I gave it an average. Yeah, I thought it was kind of average too. Um... I don't know. I mean, I think for non for people like me growing up that like non horror um, people, I thought it was like a cool zombie movie that was brought into a Last Man on Earth apocalyptic standpoint. And I thought I that want was a sci fi movie that I like it when sci fi movies make you think. Yeah, but I, I mean, like the like the like like you were just talking about with Twenty Eight Days Later. How much better is the movie once you introduce the societal? You know, uh, yeah, but I think I appreciate like, that more now. I'm trying to wonder, is, like, yeah. I hadn't seen a movie like I Am Legend when I was a kid. And when I saw that, I thought it was really cool. And I thought it was awesome to take, like, a big budget action movie and make it, 
like literally one person because well, you know see, one of my favorite I'd movies seen of all 28 time. Twenty days later. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I hadn't, but like movie. one of my favorite movies of all time is Moon with Sam Rockwell, mm. and I love that yeah. movie, and I kind of like wanted to see like what would that be like if you put that on a grander scale because that's a really low budget movie. Um, I mean. I had issues with it, but I found I, I found the way that the story is structured kind of cool. I like that they lay out that his dog is curious and that may, in fact, like become a problem later. Mm. Um, I like the idea of it. His only companion being something that can't even speak back to him, mm-hmm. um, but also like a highly intelligent, you know, being, uh, you know, not at the level of the night seekers or whatever, dark seekers. Um, I put in, I forgot. So I put, I was kind of a little bit tipsy when I watched this movie, but like I put in a note about, uh, him freaking out when he's talking to the girl in the video store and you know, the like porn thing I brought up later, I put, maybe it was a commentary on porn and how porn doesn't really talk back to us. And it's really a (laughs) self-serving pleasure. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I mean, I, I wouldn't doubt that the writer or director, maybe, maybe. Do you know some of the mannequins in the store are played by uh, real people? No. Yep. I don't... Why? Weird. Why would you See? do that? Because they move yeah. uh, in some of the scenes if you watch yeah. closely. Oh, shit. It's kind of eerie. Just stop the just camera like the, and move them. Just I like mean, the mannequin in the scene that you did at the beginning. Hank the is real? The, the Dark Seekers. Or Fred? Yeah. In that scene where they... Is it Fred? Yeah, I yeah, said I Nick. It's Fred. Fred. Yeah, it was Fred. Yeah, the scene where they were... The Dark Seeker sets the same trap that he did, and he's like, Fred, Fred! It, when you first see Fred, he he moves. Yeah. Uh, His head like oh, looks at the camera. I didn't even notice that. It's like a split second, but it's creepy. I have a quick question for you. It's a cool if scene. If he was going alphabetically through the DVDs at that video store, how had he watched Shrek enough times to know note for note every single thing that happens in Shrek? Well, he loves Shrek. just keep it? Well, yeah, it's but like a video they had at home. How like, much had time it. does this guy have? I'm wondering how he fits all these activities in a day, and I can't fucking do that during this <laughs> quarantine. Uh, anyways, uh, let's move on. Uh, that was a four from Nick Doria and I, and a three from Nick Tellier. Yeah, let's finish it off with Legacy. Oh no, I gave it a three. Um, oh, I gave it a three. Oh, three. That's I'm right. Gonna do, I'm gonna give it a three too. I love that. Nice. Um, half the number of the beast. Three, three, three. Oh. Half the number of the beast. Sick. That's like a half beast. I love it. Um, <laughs> Legacy. Let's finish it off. Uh, Legacy is where we talk about like where this movie stands and the history of movies, but also like how it aged for you um, and what people's reactions were to it. So let's start with I Am Legend since we're on it. Cool. I'm giving it a solid five. I mean, yo, Robert Neville is legend. So the legacy, it's got to be a little bit high. Um, I don't think it aged well in terms of CGI. <laughs> I don't think it aged well in terms of the CGI. Over time, I like it less than I did before, but I do have to say I really liked it a lot. And this was like when we were, Nick and I were so excited to do this episode because we're like, oh, fucking I Am Legend, such a great movie. Um, uh, no. 
No, I was like 28 Days Later, such a great movie. Well, we were excited <laughs> about both of them. But yeah, I mean, 28 Days Later, I, I also like the, I like the matchup of the two movies. Yeah. I think it's a good... Mm-hmm. I like to talk about these two. This movie made $585 million worldwide, which is a <laughs> shit so ton of money. money. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was huge when it came out. People freaking loved it. Yeah, it was really well liked by critics. 65 uh, audience. It got a 7.2. Which I need to note is only 0.2 higher than Den of Thieves, which is kind of crazy to me. Yeah, it has very similar I it um, been more... Rotten Tomato ratings to Den of Thieves. It was too. like a 68% by audience, which I thought people loved it when it first came out. I, I, I don't know. Um, still, I it's iconic. People, Everyone recognizes people this People don't like the ending of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't... It The, the ending was widely panned. Did that hurt your guys' score? For Legacy? The ending? Yeah. That would maybe an originality, but not it hurt a lot of my other scores. Yeah. Yeah. I I just really think that I am Legend falls real flat, but I do think that like legacy wise, I also gave it a five. But I mean, it's largely because of Will Smith and the fact that the budget was like a hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah. It has a legacy; people remember it and know its name. For sure. Um, you know, it's not gonna be nominated for anything, but people like it and critics like it about equally. So. Yeah. What about you? The only thing I really have to add is it. I like love Bob Marley, and this made Three Little Birds. Uh, <laughs> like I, it was never one of my like top songs for by him. But every time I hear Three Little Birds, now you think of this, I immediately think of I Am Legend. That's pretty cool. Um, it's the only thing, yeah, it just immediately takes me right in, associate right with this movie. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I mean, I think I gave it a five. Uh, I think it's slightly above average. We did rip on it in other categories, but in terms of legacy, I think it holds up. Um, mm-hmm. Although the the eye candy aspect uh, holds it back, but we won't let it affect this um, this uh, category. But I think looking back at it, I was excited to watch I Am Legend again because I haven't yeah. watched it in a while. So um, it's kind of a movie that we all like grew up watching and so like everyone knows what i am legend is and that's gotta you know help it be at least above average so fives from all five from all three of us (laughs) (laughs) the other two people in the room (laughs) losing your mind super breaking the rules here uh okay what about 28 days later legacy i'll let nick doria start with this because he loves this movie so much seven yeah okay gave it a seven i think i mean originality wise too it's kind of they pan are they uh similar on both ends but running zombies huge this like broke open the the genre like i said before um i mean legacy wise in terms of what you guys are saying like yeah it does look a little bit dated when you're looking back at it just Mm -hmm. because of the way but i like the way they shot it i mean i think it probably looked dated when we were uh, when it came out too, um, just the the graininess or whatever. But I like the way they shot it. I think it made it very original and very different. Um, so I, I think it holds up. Um, and yeah, I I think it was just a huge huge movie for the horror movie as well as specifically the the zombie uh, genre. Yeah. yeah, dude, it started a whole subgenre of zombie movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. I mean, I'm at I'm at a six because for me, like personally, it's not one of my like favorite movies, and it's not like um, what the fuck, it's not like a go it's like a go to movie for me. <laughs> but I still and like the visuals do subjectively bring it down a little bit for me over time. But I'm not really gonna let that affect this, this category. This is the legacy, dude. Yeah, right. Think about how many scenes you see that 
that pay homage to that first scene where Jim no, is walking I'm around. Not, like, I'm not what letting happen to everyone. Oh, I agree. So, I think it has a great legacy because I'm so I'm just blending a little bit of the subjectivity with the objectivity. I still think it's well above average because yeah. I've seen this movie now three times. I literally remember every single scene, and that's that means it has to be iconic in certain ways. Yeah, freaking also, Walking Dead stole the this movie made scenes. eighty million dollars off of an eight million dollar budget in england at the beginning of the 2000s that's like fucking insane that's not a, mm-hmm. that's not a common thing and it kind of brought danny boyle to a new level of like big director status yeah dude it has a sequel it has that iconic scene started a whole subgenre. it's got to be seven mm-hmm. i i gave it a seven yeah it's not yeah. a seven for me I mean, walking- it's also well liked by critics and viewers it's like 80 yeah. plus yeah it's a little bit lower for audience because i think it's more of like it's artsier version of like what a lot of audiences like about horror movies so that's why i think it was lower that's true yeah um yeah, but like, Walking I mean, it's a really Walking, beloved movie. The I Walking mean. Dead, one of the biggest move or shows to come out in the past decade, literally copied the exact start of that yeah. show from this movie. Waking up out of a coma in a hospital, your family didn't want to, but they had to leave you there because they thought you were likely dead. Yeah, like both both movies and show thought the same exact thing. You know, you walk out in your hospital gown. Um, so confused at what's going on. One person approaches you and walking dead, it's the little girl who looks fucking awesome. Uh, And then in this, it's the priest and he hits the priest. Um, I think it's just like, and that's like one of the biggest shows like of all time, or at least in the past decade. So I think it's the legacy just holds true to even copy it so similarly. Yeah. That's why I, yeah, that's why I'm giving it a six. I mean, I, I think it is incredible objectively uh, for what it did, and it has a lasting legacy for sure. All right, let's add it up, dudes. Uh, Nick Doria, what did you give 28 Days Later? I gave it a 31. Wow, very high. Very high. What about Nick Tellier? Mm. Mm, let's see. 11, 21, 27. Okay. Yeah, I'm at uh Yeah, 27, baby. Noise. Okay, I think I'm at uh let me or what did you guys give for I am Legend? Uh I gave it 21. I gave oh. it a 19. Okay. Yeah, I'm at an 18 for I am Legend. Uh and out of 35 and I'm at a 24 out of 35 for mm-hmm. uh 28 days later, which is higher than I originally had had it. Um, oh wait, no, I'm at a 25, sorry, 25, um, for 28 days later, which I actually, um, which is decent. So what is that all together, Nick? Do you know? No idea. Okay. Well, it's high. <laughs> 28 days later one, uh, probably significantly, yeah, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, they're it both won, like pretty it, good yeah. movies. And so. I am very surprised that I had the highest I am legend score out of the three of us. Uh, I'm not as surprised. Yeah. You're basic. Yeah. We're not uh, surprised over here. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get into our accolade <laughs> section, which we've souped up since you've been on the pod, yeah, Nick man. Doria. So let's start it off with our, you know, our typical one. Let's talk about MVP. What's the MVP of these two movies? I am Legend MVP. I mean, uh, you want to say Will Smith? I think the dog, dog mm. was the MVP in my, Abby. my eyes. Yeah, like it, it brought a whole emotional aspect that was phenomenal in the movie everybody loves and hates sad dog scenes and i think the dog did a great job oh you could choose an mvp altogether if you have oh, if you think, yeah yeah yeah. oh wow you know what? i'm sticking with the dog yeah the dog is awesome <laughs> sick 
I viruses, dog, dog. viruses really won these two movies. Uh, yeah, I went with viral infections well, as well. Rage, rage for sure won both. Uh, there's a lot of rage in each. Uh, LVP, I put Mark, the character Mark, because what a shitty way to go out. Mm, when I know. his arm, he's just like he meets this guy. He's already depressed and shit, and this guy idiotically plays a movie on the projector and then he saving the guy gets infected for a second and then gets his arm chopped off before he's hacked to death yeah sucks for him Uh, sucks for him strong lvp lvp earth for sure Uh, well i guess you can i I gave it to i gave it to the little girl hannah yep that's what i did yeah she sucks at acting yeah she might as well be a a fucking bag of dirt yeah man what about uh, brendan gleason take her what about Sixth Man, the person who did the least with, or, or the most with the least? I've done this every time, and I'm going to continue to fuck that up. Okay, audience? Uh, who did the most with the least? Uh, the guy that plays uh, the priest in The Leftovers. Oh, yeah. Christopher Cluston. He's a great actor. Yeah. He's my Sixth Man. What about you, Nick Doria? I gave it to the uh, the military base not the commanding officer but the, the sergeant the, not the sergeant oh. i was close to the giving zombie? it to him giving it to the huge dickhead oh he uh, was pretty good he just yeah he's, yeah, he's good, good. he really makes dude how about the guy that plays the zombie yeah that guy's good i I forgot to mention crushes it the sergeant is so good yeah they're like the one who's like keeping his like faith and stuff and like they like because of that i thought that guy was great i'm giving it to emma thompson who is the who's an extremely famous actress who um cures cancer (laughs) using measles and i thought the way that she delivered those lines was great and you get like 10 seconds of her yeah yeah she invents kv you could say i'll eat that and then yeah then they named this horrible disease after her (laughs) yeah Oh yeah, they do name it after yeah, her, huh? Killier, whatever it is. That's it's like up. the Killian virus. Did you guys yeah, have a? Well, like speaking of which, did you guys have a comeback player of the year? The performance that grew on you the most throughout the movie. Killian Murphy. Yeah, same with me, Jim. Hundred percent. Well, because he's 100%. such an annoying character in the first half of the movie, and then he's, yeah, he's so dope in dumb, the end. He yeah. gouges that dude's eyes out. Yeah, just. And that guy is a very well-trained military villain. Right. Like, and he's just a great. sickly. <laughs> Yeah, Bike he's a boy. sickly boy. Yeah. <laughs> and he he rocks that disgusting haircut from his surgery as well. Yeah. I uh, I dig it. Yeah. Do you have a... Okay, so what is your guys' all-star team? Pick five performances that you would take from each of these. This is really hard with this movie because like, there's so few There's n- almost no there uh, performances so in the other one. But yeah. What about you, Nick Tellier? Uh, Will Smith... Killian Murphy, Naomi Harris, Abby the dog, and the guy that the African American guy that plays the infected soldier. Oh my god! Geez. Wow. Relax over there, okay? You know what? Uh, what about you, Doria? Like I'm changing it. I'm no, changing it to that last this. guy, yeah. Killian Murphy, Brendan he's, Gleeson. He's great, and the dog. Dude. Yeah. Uh, that's only four, but you know we don't need a fifth. I got Will Smith, uh, Brendan Gleeson, Abby the dog. Uh, Christopher Cleston, the Major West, and then uh, Naomi Harris, who I thought was really good in this, and I forgot she was in it. Do you have an infant troop in award for like dumbest moment? 
sleeping in the Dude, tub. Dude, the scene where he goes after Fred, oh, the, the mannequin, is so dumb. So dumb. So pointless. Uh, just I, like... Yeah. I mean, he's lost his mind. But for I guess, sure. yeah, they, they are moving it and they're fucking with him. So yeah. I mean, that would make you kind of lose your mind a bit. But it's just so funny to me that the whole time, like for two and a half years, he studies these things and he never once was like, that was weird how smart that was. Right, yeah. right. It took the day of him taking one of the wives or right. whatever to, for them to actually. <laughs> They've yeah. never done anything remotely resembling something intelligent where he's been like, huh. Yeah. Uh, it's a little weird. I don't know. I see, I, I really, really, really hate as a movie moment the scene when he goes into the gas station and 28 days later. Mm. I, I just, there's just no point to that scene. Dude. You got to snap into that Slim Jim, baby. Yeah, dude. Yeah, need, he doesn't even get a Slim combos. Jim. He needs combos for the road. With, oh, he does have com- – he has like some kind of snack. Does no, he? does he have anything but his baseball bat and his, his newfound sense of dignity? Uh, yeah. uh, do you have a best moment for either of these movies? Opening, I love the opening scene to Twenty Eight Days Later. For sure, I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's got to be awesome. that. Oh, it's, you mean when he wakes up in the hospital, not the uh, rage monkey actually, or honestly, ape? Ape. Both. Sorry, it kicks in strong. It's like an ape, Koba is the, ape. I think it is great. Like I, 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 maybe both, I guess, but I, I don't know the. Uh, the idiots, just like the activists trying to do the right thing and then immediately causing the worst thing to ever happen to humanity. Right. Uh, but yeah, also just the iconic. Uh, walking around in abandoned it's London, so cool. Is that, so which cool. we wouldn't have. I am legend without that for sure. For sure. Um, what about you, Nick? Yep. Tell you, you have a favorite moment? Oh yeah, the the first fifteen twenty minutes of uh, twenty eight days later. I think my favorite scene from twenty eight days later, and like my favorite scene uh, scene overall, is the dinner scene with the military because mm. it's the first moment you start figuring out something is off. And the way that Major West addresses his like soldiers, it's yeah. like a really bizarrely made scene that works really well, yeah. and it kind of puts you in this sense of like, what the fuck is happening here? Yeah. Talk about the girls cooking. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Like, hey, like, the one he makes he the food, the and eggs. then he gets really mad about the eggs, yeah. and then the other people are getting mad about it, and then the her. he's going off on the sergeant. Yeah, and I I love that scene. Um, do you guys have any recommendations of things that people should watch? Um, uh, Dawn of the Dead. If you like 28 Days Later, Dawn of the Dead is another great... The one by... Uh, um, what's his name? Zack Snyder? Yes. Or the... Uh, okay. Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Nice. The, the newest... Yeah. Dawn of the yeah, Dead. Yeah, it's a good movie. Great movie. Great zombie movie. Um, yeah. That, that'd probably be my uh, recommendation. I'm going to recommend 28 Weeks Later. True. Oh, I've been told that 28 Weeks Later sucks. I only watched it once and I don't remember... No, it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's, it's not so as it's good. Not, yeah, it's, not it's not as artsy. Dude, there's a fucking crazy Korean movie that's on Netflix and Amazon Prime right now not that people are obsessed with. Did you see it? Train of Usain? Yeah. It's sick. Oh, it's dumb, it. but it's sick. I, I, it has the I, I kid think, from Parasite. The translations, maybe, that, like, what really ruined it for oh, me. Oh, some of the acting just, is It doesn't off. match up with the, oh, the yeah. vibe of the scenes and how unrealistic them barging from... Dude, but some scenes are really cool. Some of it was good, but, but people all do love that movie. Sh- because you said Dawn of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead oh, yeah, is true. great, and I think people should really watch that, and mm-hmm. I thought that was a genre, a genre blending, like original movie. Uh, the Ravenous Definitely. is a cool uh, zombie outbreak movie. It's a French one. It's on Netflix. It's really well done. Ooh, I got a book series for people. 
and I and I'm very serious about this. It's a fucking awesome book. And Nick was I was living with Nick Tellier at the time that I was reading this, and I was freaking out every few moments. But it's called The Passage. It's a trilogy. It's oh, um, yeah. it's it starts out about they they take death row inmates. They find this like kind of vampire like from bats. They find this like. Um, serum or whatever that gives you like super strength and they test it out on these death row inmates um and they become to make like super military Mm -hmm. soldiers or whatever and it goes horribly bad and the first half of the book is all about that and them like collecting all the guys and then collecting the special person and the second half of the book is like it's like 60 years later oh and it's like a new society. It's like a post-apocalyptic society as there's been an outbreak. And they are like, these are like, if you think the I Am Legend, like zombies are like scary in terms of their abilities and stuff. These are like way scarier. And they all follow the death row inmates who become like the 12, um, like, they're, yeah, basically it's like almost biblical in a certain way. Yeah. The book is sick. It's really fucked up though. I, I don't recommend nice. it for oh, people. Yeah. It's like very much an adult book and it, there are some horrific things that happen, but it is so well done. Uh, Honestly, have first... you guys ever read World War Z? No, I no, need never to. never read it, no. Dude, that book is incredible um, and it is written by uh, Mel Brooks's son, Max. Oh, oh, shit. I didn't know that. And it is expertly researched, uh, so it very much uh, details how a pandemic spreads. Ooh, ooh. Mm. good! Uh, and I, but in this very unique narrative way, I very highly recommend ordering it on Amazon. It'll get to you in six to eight weeks. I do wish that they made the movie <laughs> the way that the book sounds, or whatever. And I think they're going to re. I yes. think David Fincher is remaking it, and it's going to be like the book. Which is gonna be good sick, because the book the is horrifying. Yeah, um, I recommend another outbreak book that Nick and I love. If you love uh, Fight Club, Chuck oh, Palahniuk yeah, wrote Rant. Rant, which is like this incredible sci-fi book that's all told in a series of interviews. Hmm. And it is, if you like Fight Club, I would read all of Chuck Palahniuk's books. I have, I, I fucking love. Yeah, him. and if you like but Fight Club Rant, and World War Z, you should definitely Rant is sick. read and it, Rant. Rant it's the like halfway through the book turns into sci-fi and it's uh, it's insane um definitely recommend that we uh you guys can follow us on social media hey guys i'm on instagram uh facing off podcast look up instagram.com slash facing off pod uh nick picks do you want people to follow you on instagram they already do yeah nick picks eight yeah or ever six? since the first six six yeah first time i came on i think i jumped by like i doubled in followers but did you holy shit he's yeah. so popular 10 to 12 um well yeah and if you are a big fan <laughs> of nick pick 66 and you're not following us what are you doing what are you follow doing? us dude it's so fun i also give a bunch of recommendations i just put out recommendations for movies that are on amazon prime uh in addition to the ones on netflix you could also follow us on twitter twitter.com slash facing off pod uh and send us emails we didn't get any emails for this one shocker uh facing off podcast at gmail.com we have been doing these way more than yeah and we're gonna slow down a little bit but, but send us an email yeah home. let us know what's going on while you're at home alone guys do you guys have a send-off you want to see some infected rats <laughs> wait for me wait for me <laughs> Serena! wait <laughs> Slow down! <laughs> Please, <laughs> Selena! <laughs> Alright, see you guys.